Welcome to Mystic Queen's Circle Queen. This podcast is all about connecting with the universe. And that universe is you. Here, spirituality will meet reality. We will discuss mindfulness, personal growth, vulnerabilities, and bash society norms about women, sparkling it up with spiritual fun as astrology, tarot, and laws of the universe. I'm your host, Diana Baltra, modern mystic, astrologer, writer, and mindful self-love coach. I really hope you will enjoy this ride. So let's jump in and start growing together. Welcome, my loves, to this episode. Hmm, its name is quite interesting this time, isn't it? HD Life. So, what does that really mean? High definition life, or maybe it is human design, which is exactly what we will be chatting on here on this episode together with lovely Marie. Marie Adele has been working in the online coaching space for the last nine months. However, she is no stranger to inspiring others as a teacher, as she has been doing it for more than 20 years. She also lived overseas, and as she says herself, it gave her different colors for her own coaching, from learning many different breathwork styles, to Ayurvedic medicine, to beautiful ways for forgiveness. Her background includes neuroscience, somatic methods, yoga, trauma-informed mindfulness, and of course, human design. One thing I truly relate with her is that she also calls herself self-professed lifelong learner, and she also enjoys reading everything from medical journals to romance books. She currently resides in Michigan, living with her beloved husband and her beautiful daughter. And I really need to mention this because I believe her wise darlings is like this mesmerizing mermaid. So beautiful and calming, you know? Just experience it yourself. I bring you lovely Marie. Hello, my darlings. I'm so happy to have another lovely guest here today with me. And, well, it has been such a big synchronicity how we actually met. And I really would like to speak before that. But first of all, um, Marie, welcome. I'm so seriously happy that the Facebook itself presented and communicating us with each other together, which, you know, reminds us again the beauty of the technology. Because even though I haven't known you well, I really resonated with your energy right away. So I'm really happy to have you today together with us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I completely agree. It's very amazing how we are able to communicate with people all over the world and even more amazing to be able to feel each other's energy through, you know, the sound waves, the airwaves, and um, just be able to know, you know, that that other person that we are speaking with um, is on the same amazing level that we are. Mm, Yes, so true. Just the resonance of feeling home. 
And, you know, talking about synchronicities, how we actually also connected. I have been thinking a lot lately about uh, just digging more into the human design and that both spiritual and human terms, because I think spirituality is actually the human mundane, ordinary life. And I think lots of spiritual aspects can be uncover it in the human design chart. So this is why I also wanted to bring you and, and I have been just thinking about that. I remember one day before we met and then I saw your post that you're doing human design and I was like, oh my God, this is such a resonance. So I'm really glad that you actually wrote and that we connected and that we are doing this right now. So maybe let's just start by telling some people what exactly human design is, because I'm pretty sure some people who are listening are not really aware about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I also like after we had met to you had asked a couple of questions about spirituality. And I, I had been thinking really deeply about that for a couple of weeks. So before our meeting and also like, you know, what that means in terms of human design. And so human design to me, um, this is, you know, my, my definition of it, the way that I see it is that, you know, we as human beings, in our societies that we are in now, we are prized a lot for our thoughts, you know, being in our head, our intelligence, the way that we solve problems, the way that we interact with other people. And there's this real culture that prizes, you know, how we use our brain. Well, human design, it teaches us how to get back into our bodies. And For me, it's very critical and crucial to think about, you know, how we first receive information into our bodies. So I have a background in neuroscience and in somatic coaching as well. And if you'd like some more definition around those terminologies, please pop in. At the same time, you know, neuroscience is, it's basically the science of the brain and how we think. And so when we think about that, our bodies are our largest sense organs and that's where we receive information first. It's not the other way around. Sometimes we think, oh, you know, we think, therefore we are. I think Billie Eilish has a song, I think, therefore I am. And Mm -hmm. it's very popular right now. But actually, I view it the other way around. I think we are, therefore we think. And our very existence of being in our bodies, our spirit, all of that, um, you know, we're, we're given this ability to have information come in through our bodies first. It's our largest sense organ. We have all of the nerves underneath of our skin. Those nerves receive the air the sound, you know, the vibration that comes through and it sends it to our brain. And then our brain is able to make sense of that based upon all of the patterns of things that we have learned throughout our life and then turns that into emotions. And then we're able to, you know, think about things through those emotions and through our lens, our perspective that we have on this air and sound and light that has come in through our skin. And so human design 
it teaches us how to get back into that first sensation that we have. I mean, how many times have we in our lifetimes gotten an instinct, a feeling that we ought to do one thing, and then we go the opposite way because we think about it and we're like, oh, you know, I really feel like I should go this way and do this. And then it turns out later, dang it, I should have done the other thing, the thing that I thought of first, the the feeling that I had first. And so that is what human design teaches us is how to get back into our bodies so that we're using our bodies to inform us first. And then we're able to use our brains to think about, you know, what we're getting from our bodies. But, but it's more of that we can just act. We can act and, and really trust that intuition that we have within us. Oh, it sounds so well. Um, just basically, it's the awareness that we need so much as far as I understand, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's the awareness of, you know, who we really are because our conscious that resides in our head, you know, what we think is us, um, is actually this backseat driver. <laughs> I like to think <laughs> of it like that. And, um, yeah. Even, you know, you can give it another name. You're like, oh, you know, my daughter, uh, she's seven, actually. And, and I speak to her about all of this stuff. And she completely understands, like very much can, can have an entire conversation about all of this. And she calls her backseat driver, Amy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I love that. I'm like, what would you like to name her? And she's like, Amy. It's like, okay, all right. So, you know, we're, we're very playful about that. And so, you know, but sometimes that backseat driver, as well-meaning as she or he is, likes to, you know, tell us where to go and what to do and is not always correct. I mean, would you pay a professional to be wrong as often as your conscious is, you know, when you when you perceive something like, oh, that person, you know, they, they don't like me. They didn't talk to me. But then you find out later, you know, they, they really did want to talk to you. They were really intimidated by you. And so it's a completely different perception than you had at first, right? Or, you know, she or he might tell you, you know, you need to eat that donut. And then later on, your body is like, oh, that was not a good idea. So often, that backseat driver will tell us to go left when we really want to go right or right when we really want to go left or, you know, we want to go straight and they're like, whoa, whoa, stop. And really in the beginning, if we were able to listen to our body properly, then we would have all of the information that we need because our I am, our very existence resides in our body. That gut instinct, that intuition that I really feel is our higher self. And that higher self is there and has all the answers that we ever need for anything, any issue, any challenge, anything we come to in life. We have the ability within us to be able to know exactly what we need. 
Beautiful. And also amazing that we have these tools to help us because in the end, these tools are the part of us. So why we shouldn't use them to uncover more about ourselves. I'm personally always very open for new averages tests, either it is any kind of human design or astrology tools that we can use, because I believe this can be a very practical way that some of us think that it's not, that it is not scientific based. But I think if we're going to look even at human design, why not to try if any of you loves that you're listening, you know, would like to try, you would see how energetically it can truly resonate and help you to find answers when you feel stuck, then you feel that you don't know where to go or what to do. So this is exactly why I'm so happy having you here today with us. And um, this is also why I asked you, what is spirituality to you? Because I think you pretty much even answered here now. But um, do you want to just say something more about this, Marie? What is like more spirituality to you in maybe shorter kind of way or terms? Yeah. And like I said, when you asked that question and, and you said, oh, I'm you know, thinking to maybe ask this. And it's one of those things that sometimes you just feel rather than think about. <laughs> and again, I think that's, you know, part of living in your design and, you know, spirituality is very personal to everyone. For me, though, I really feel that I am part of, you know, this puzzle piece in this massive, beautiful mosaic of life, of humanity, and that we as the collective are this spirituality and uh, that we are connected, you know, to this divinity and that we are a piece of that very much, that we are divinity, that we are spirit, that we are, you know, this force and that we have this connection to a higher power and that we are able to tap into that if only we remember. And what would you say, Marie, is your soul's purpose, at least at the moment? Yeah, I'm, that, you know, has, has been a question that's been on my, my mind, you know, since uh, very young, actually. And it's one thing to have an idea of what you wish to do and your desire to be able to make a contribution in the world. And then it's a completely different feeling to have it confirmed through your human design. And so I've always felt like this higher, bigger purpose to do something for society, to be able to have this heart to move people forward in their lives and so, you know, my purpose to me, and as it states in my human design, is to be able to share my journey in life with other people so that they can look and see exactly, you know, the things that have happened for me in my life and use those to be able to move forward in their lives and to learn from it and to take themselves in the direction that they rediscover or desire to go. That's a new way of healing itself too. So Marie, how we can start human design in general for the starter who is just starting and want to uncover what it is? Yeah, I would say that, 
you know, one of the number one words that people use, and it was a word that I felt as well, especially when I first heard the word human design, you know, that those two little words. And it, it was like almost an immediate resonance with me. And then when the person gave the description of human design, and I just, I felt this pull of, you know, you need to find this out. You need to know what this is. And then, you know, doing some more digging and then taking the coursework. But once I learned my design, the number one word that I thought, boom, in my head was relief because it explained like why I have gone through everything that I've gone through in life. And it explained why I am where I am now. And it gave me this sense of peace and self-assurance and confidence that I'm headed in the right direction and that I am where I'm meant to be. And it gave me the ability to be able to take all of the tools that I've gathered in my life and be able to utilize those to move not only myself forward, but other people forward. And it showed, you know, where that's possible and how that's possible. And, you know, utilizing all of my background information and knowledge and my design, I'm able to read even more deeply into my design and other people's designs to help them to find those very best parts of themselves in their designs so that they too can move forward in in their personal life, in communicating with others, in finding their purpose, and just really being able to truly live within their selves and, and their higher power, their higher self. Yeah, so true. That's exactly that's what I meant, that these tools can be such a guiding relief compass for all of us. For the person who hears it the first time, you might think, what is the human design is even made of? Is it some kind of biological system out there? Hi, love. I'm just jumping here to bring you amazing news. I'm hosting six weeks astrology workshop from March 3rd till April 7th. If you are interested in finding yourself through astrology, getting into the deep layers of yourself, or finding your purpose, then hey, join us. Join us for this cool experience because I promise you, you will find so much about yourself and you will understand why you navigate in certain ways. And that, darling, is so freaking precious. I'm still thanking astrology for helping me to find myself and for guiding me through obstacles and all the ups and downs that are, well, so common through human experience. But you know what? Life does not need to be torturing. It can be so much more flowy. So let's step up into that flow. Go to mysticqueencircle.audia.com and join us for Inner Power of Astrology Workshop. You will also find the link on the show notes. I really can't wait to experience this together with you. It's going to be epic. So see you there.
I could actually meet with someone for six to eight sessions to be able to dig completely into their whole human design and uncover it. And each session is about one hour. So there is an amazing amount of information in people's charts to move forward in their lives. One of the things that I offer though, is this, it's like a three session coaching package because it's not only about your chart. It's also about really understanding your chart and beginning that movement into learning how to live your life through your design, because your design isn't you. This is not, you know, when people say like, oh, I am a manifesting generator. I am a manifester. I am a projector. I am a reflector. It's nothing like that. You are not that. Your design is simply your vehicle. It's what you are in this lifetime that you can choose to drive your life through, so to speak. And it takes about seven years to really fully understand and move into your design. So it's not something that happens overnight. So when I am working with people, when I'm coaching people in their design, I really want to give you the most amazing start to it by being able to truly understand how to begin to use this vehicle to help you in your life. And so there are these four different types of auras, we call them, that you come into in human design. And, you know, the first type is generator or manifesting generator. Um, There's two different names. However, it's essentially the same thing. And, you know, there's a description around that. And then that is about 70% of the planet. Then the second aura is the projector, and that is about 30% of the planet. Then there are the manifestors, and they're about nine-ish percent of the planet. And then there are the reflectors, and they are about one point something percent of the planet, like one and a half percent of the planet. And everyone has their place within the design. And each time that I read a design, I get to utilize that design in the next person's design and the next person's design. And I'm truly able to put together like this puzzle piece of humanity. And so it's quite fascinating to, you know, be able to do these assessments for each different person because the next one benefits from all of the people before in this magical kind of mosaic. Exactly. So you said generators, um, manifestors, reflectors, and what was the last one? Projector. Projectors. So I assume they are all navigating through the different energetic perspectives. I read a little bit about it, but I need to admit I'm not a huge pro. So maybe if you can explain them in short few sentence keynotes, how do you actually would do that in short terms? Well, first of all, each profile or type or aura, I guess, each aura, um, profile is not the right word because there is a profile within your human design. Each aura has a specific strategy in life and each aura has an authority that they work with. Each aura has 
what's called a not self theme. And so generators and manifesting generators, their strategy in life is to wait for things to come so they can respond. And I'm going to go further into detail on that one because you, my dear, are a manifesting generator. And so we get to dive a little more deeply into what that means. We'll, we'll circle back around to that. And so generators and manifesting generators, they're really the life force of the planet and, you know, this most powerful motor that exists and their work is the gift to the world. Projectors, their strategy is to wait, wait for their qualities to be recognized and invited into things. And they can experience recognition and success, you know, from this invite that they receive. And their gift is to understand and to be a guide to others. For manifestors, their strategy is to inform others of their decisions before they act in order to eliminate a sort of resistance that will come from other people. And, you know, the adage of beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission. You know, have you heard that before? It's better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that does not apply to this aura. You know, I personally am a manifester and I cannot even tell you how many times in life that I've done something without telling people and the world of amount of trouble that I get into, the heartache and sorrow that it causes by not doing that. So the manifester is designed to have, uh, you know, this really powerful impact and be a sort of initiating mechanism for the other auras. And, you know, their gift is initiating this beginning sequence of things that unfold. And the last is reflectors. And the reflector strategy is a very interesting one. They need to wait a full moon cycle before making any major decisions. And they are designed to be like the judges of humanity and to really reflect back um, injustices that happen in our society. And their gift is the ability to be able to discern this and that, like this from that, like this is the way that this is, that is the way that that is. And, you know, this is what needs to be done, or this is what is happening, or that is what is happening. Well, it also helps me kind of think about how by understanding human design, we can also understand the different perspectives of people. And within that, we can communicate in the better terms as the community too, because then we see this we can see why people are acting in certain terms, even though maybe we might not understand it fully, but sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't think we even need to understand things. We just need to observe and understand that, okay, this might be another way. And that's totally okay for that energetic generation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we're truly able to live in our bodies and really operate in harmony with ourselves, it provides so much peace inside of you that you are quite then unable to go out and cause any kind of resistance <laughs> in the universe. Because when you're at peace with yourself, why? You know, why do you need to do that? You don't. You're able to really see your part in humanity and you're able to then 
go from that perspective of, you know, how can I be of service? You know, this is the part that I get to play. And so when I move in this way, everyone else cannot help but also move in harmony. And this is what we need right now the most, isn't it? So people, this is exactly why we are recommending to your human design. Check out, reflect on yourself because this can really be really helpful. I remember the first time I did my human design and it was just like so simple, few terms, understanding it a little bit. And I was also quite shocked in a nice, beautiful way how much it can tell about me. And this might be scary in the end, but um, let's just open ourselves up to seeing this in a different light of openness and connection itself, because that's where it starts from within. So it's really interesting always to hear this, especially you as an expert talking on this. Yeah, absolutely. So human design in general is based on quite a few different ancient philosophical texts. One of the, I don't know, modalities, I guess is the right word, that it operates through is the chakra system. And for those unfamiliar with the chakra system, I kind of like to go back to the beginning in this uh, to explain where that comes from, because I'm very left brain, very scientific minded. And so some people might think, ah, oh, human design is very it's ethereal. It's, you know, that woohoo kind of thing. But I'm very, very left brain, very scientific. And chakra system, it operates off of the same kind of principles as uh, why acupuncture works, actually. And, you know, when you go back to the beginning, when sperm meets egg, you have this cellular division that happens, biologically speaking. And, you know, the sperm meets the egg, then that divides into two, multiplies into four, into eight, and it just continues on from there. Well, as that's happening, we develop these lines, these meridians in our bodies where that energy, that electrical flow goes through. And we know that we are energetic beings because if someone goes into like heart distress, they use a defibrillator, which is made from electricity that shocks us back and brings our body back to life. You know, when, when we use a, an EKG that's based on that electro or EEG, I think maybe the electroencephalogram, yeah. And, you know, we're able to see that magnetic or that electric uh, resonance picture of our body because we are that energetic, that electric being. And so when that cellular division happens and all these meridians are created in our body, those are the lines through which our energy flows. And as we move through life and, you know, we might make poor choices in our diets or in, you know, the way that we choose to move our bodies, some of those avenues, they become blocked. And what acupuncture does when they put those needles in is it opens up those channels back for us. And it's the same thing with our chakras. You know, they're able to actually see like how clusters of nerves are formed in different places in our body that are near our heart chakra or near our solar plexus. And just, you know, truly be able to see like how those energies work. You know, our, our head chakra is our brain. Our throat chakra is our, our voice box. 
and how each of those areas connects into different organs within our bodies and therefore helps to control those different emotions and feelings and actions that we have coming from there, sending all of those impulses into our brain, you know, to be able to make sense of this through our lens of the world. And so for your particular design, well, in everybody's particular design, I guess, we have seven chakras plus two. So, you know, we have our head chakra, there's another one in there called the Ajna, and then we have our throat chakra, our G center. So our G center and our Ajna are the extra two chakras. We have the ego or the heart. We have the solar plexus, the root, the sacral, and we have the spleen. (laughs) All of a sudden I'm like, what's the other S? The spleen. And so in our design, we have something called either it's defined or it's not defined. And I like to look at actually more than the ones that are defined, the ones that are not defined, because those are the ones that in our lifetime, we gain something called conditioning. And conditioning can tend to be a dirty word to some people. They're like, you know, feel very like, badly about being conditioned because it means that we are not our own to some people. It is, you know, the spaces in our design where other people come in and they imprint their ideas, their values, and they tell us who we are instead of us, you know, really understanding who we are. By the same token, though, I think conditioning is this amazing gift that we receive in life Because in the very same spaces that we are conditioned, we also gain lessons and we learn deeply those lessons. And then we're able to turn those lessons around and we're able to even more intuitively show other people how they can turn that around and use that as a gift. Because we more deeply understand other people through those places from those lessons that we've learned in life. Okay, darlings. So this is a little note that right from here, we talked with Marie a lot about my own human design chart. And we truly spent lots of time on that. So for time limitations, I cut that section out. Though I still want to mention that it was an amazing experience. I got lots of wow moments and I really understood why I actually act certain ways and why my energy depletes sometimes Then I'm not living by my design. You know, that's where it all starts, by understanding ourselves and while I believe we all already do, we have that knowledge inside. We also need to remind ourselves or help others remind that to us, those beautiful gems, yes, from time to time. Do you agree with that? Because once we know ourselves, we can shine so much brighter. And now, let's get back on track. That's so interesting. I mean, it's definitely interesting to know all of these things to help you to progress on this journey So I'm really thankful for this uh, and I'm definitely going to dig more into this and I would encourage everyone to do the same because what can be nicer than uncovering the truths about you and that's 
both the positive aspects, what makes you tick, so to say, and it's also some shadowy aspects that we are discussing here with Marie. And I think both of them are so essential in life to know. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's just one of those things that, like I said, you know, when I received my own design and, you know, really learned exactly what I knew all along, right? It was just confirmation. It just makes you feel so empowered and that much more determined to keep moving forward. Absolutely. Really grateful for this, Marie. Thank you a lot for doing this. And thank you a lot for just letting people know about this magic because this is the healing work itself. It really is. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm really grateful to be part of this experience and also to have met you and, you know, just to be able to kind of share the word about human design and its place for us and, and how it can help us so much. Beautiful. Thank you, dear. Let's keep connecting. And I'm pretty sure maybe we will bring you next time to speak more about this because it's going to be quite a discussion. But big thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Wow, beautiful, wasn't it? I'm still mesmerized how many amazing tools we can use in order to uncover our soul at a deeper perspective. And sadly, we often reject it or try to find two logical explanations. But all we need to do is just to try and listen, not with the mind, but with the heart. And from that space, we can learn so much more. Thank you, darlings. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you are also listening with your heart to this podcast. And just take care of yourself, yes? Start your rebirth process of spring. It's spring. It's happening not only there outside in nature. It's happening inside ourselves. And I will see you next week for the solo episode. Bye, loves and kisses.